Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Happy Thursday, September 21, 2023. Welcome to Elijah Streams. My wife, Doreen, and I founded both the Elijah List starting 26 years ago and now uh, yeah, we are in year 26 to bring you the voice of the prophet so that we have Elijah list and then Elijah streams that you're watching now. And there'll be many more iterations as we go through. We have Elijah fire. Some of you have not heard us talk about that that much just because we kind of get involved. And I forget to remind you that Elijah fire. And then we we have a planned uh, another show. I won't tell you the name of it yet, uh, where we will be um, the, the subject of that show will be Sears. And intercessors and seers, those people who just love to pray, 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 and you're seers especially, or you want to hear about that, that, that's a different show, a third show. So we'll let you know as we get close to that. But if you like that idea and you want us, you want that, be sure and put some comments in, in the chat or in the con or in under the screen in, in the comments, or sometimes people hit up one of our emails and reply to it. let us know how you feel about that. So this is the first time I've mentioned it. So all right, a uh, quick reminder that Andrew Whalen will be with us tomorrow, but we, we record him this afternoon. He always has fresh revelation. What a specific dreamer. He has such detail in his dreams, and so many of them are quite literal, but, uh, of course, all dreams have some symbolism in it, it seems like. So let's see. Uh, before we bring in um, Amanda and H- Henry and Amanda Hastings um, for a great teaching and some great ministry and words of knowledge today, uh, we want to quickly remind you about the the boreholes that they call them in Africa. We call them water wells. Same thing. I want to quickly remind you of how you're investing uh, in water wells and how, how you're blessing the people. So here we go with that. Every day, people in Africa are faced with an impossible decision. Dirty water or no water at all. No one should have to make that choice. Together, we can help by providing clean water wells. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Always life-changing. When you donate into this, you're, of course, you're donating into bringing the voice of the prophets, and you're also donating into the water wells and some other projects, too. So we're looking forward to soon. We keep saying soon we're going to have other film for things we're doing, but uh, we're slowly transitioning into that. Once it starts, then you'll get that more often. So, all right, time to bring in Henry and Amanda Hastings. So here we go with that. Henry and Amanda, so good to see you guys this morning. How are you, Steve? Good, good. You're you're about to move out of Southern Cal. It sounds like you. I'll have ask you that in a second. But you know, I moved out of the Southern California, the same area, like 35 years ago, or close to 40 years ago. So it's been a couple of generations, depending on how you count a generation. But uh, tell people about your move, where you're going, why you're moving, all that. Yeah, we are, we're literally um, 
a block from the beach. So wow. we walked across PCH and, um, you know, we're on the beach and um, God wow. left here. He spoke to us and called us uh, specifically to Newport Beach. And now we're following the Spirit's lead to Tennessee. And it's for primarily uh, shoot, move, and communicate uh, this men's ministry that the Lord gave us uh, back in January. And you can learn more about it at smctribe.com. And it's really been amazing watching men get set free and God using tactical shooting as a means to amazing. Uh, really just soften the barriers that men have in their hearts, uh, which produces intimacy and the required vulnerability to go deep with the father. Uh, so it's, it's been amazing. And, and we're just totally moving by faith. Uh, even right now, Amanda and I are looking at moving boxes. Uh, you know, uh, right now, as we're on this show, they're to my right, they're in front of us. And it's been, it's been wild. Yeah, it's been actually 10 years to the month that we've been here. Oh, wow. Yes. And so, yes. so wait, where, where did you all hail from before that? From Atlanta. So oh, we, okay. Yeah, so I was on staff with Johnny Elizabeth's church in Atlanta. Okay, that's right. That's right. Hey, tell the people, Henry, if you will, what you just told us off the air about the surfboard thing and what you oh, what, wow. what said. Yeah. Yeah, that was powerful. So... Obviously, we're not bringing surfboards to Tennessee, and so we put them up for sale. And the last board that I sold was uh, very dear to me, wow. and it had a lot of significance to me personally. It's a it's a classic longboard. And after I sold it, I walked upstairs to the kitchen, and I heard um, I heard the Lord say, "Thank you." and it was like one of those moments where you hear his voice and you're like lord like what <laughs> and he said thank you for doing this for me yeah. and i just started weeping i mean it was like it just touched me so deeply to hear his voice and say those words like that he really recognizes the things that we hold dear and he just knows our hearts more than we do ourselves. And then he said, you know, you can trust me. Yeah. Now he knows he can trust you. I mean, because he knows. And we, like when we moved out from the beach, we were only five minutes from the beach when we lived there. That was a huge loss and sacrifice to leave the beach that we went to every night. We'd go down to the beach when most of the people had gone home, the tourists and all, and we would just hang out almost by ourselves on the beach. And it was yeah. so sweet. You you know, you're adding the surfer component, which I'm sure is huge, you know. Yeah, so, we, we actually even, we're, I mean, we're literally moving by faith. I mean, I don't have a job in Tennessee. Amanda doesn't have a job in Tennessee. There's no promised income. We're just completely trusting the Lord, not leaning on our own understanding as you, as is the norm for being led by the Spirit. Um, you know, we're believers that you don't have to have the provision in place to go where God's calling you to go. Cause oftentimes, you know, um, well, in all cases, the righteous or the just shall live or walk by faith. And if everything were revealed, that requires no trust in him. 
And so we have to trust in his goodness as Jehovah Jireh to provide. And we went to um, uh, Johnny's sister. Um, we went to their home for dinner and her husband's uh, quite a prophet. And he said, you know, what? the Lord's going to give you 70 acres for this ministry. Whoa, this is and a fresh so, word. This is a fresh word that received 70 acres for Shoot, Move, Communicate for this ministry. And we just were like, wow, you know, we, we were like, okay, like, the, you know, and sometimes you just have to arrive in the place that God is leading you to in order for the provision to be revealed. That's amazing. And on that 70 acres, is that anything that's uh, cropped up since then? Like you've seen, you, you know where it is? There has actually been something on the radar, which is interesting. Uh, uh, I believe a family watched this show that owns acreage and, you know, quite a lot of acreage, five, 600 acres, something to that extent. And we were contacted by them over interest in Shoot, Move and Communicate. And uh, we were told that there's a little strip of land. Um, the land apparently is shaped like a, like a donut. And then there's a strip of land that jets out from the donut, um, which that would form a queue. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a queue. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And apparently that strip of land uh, is 70 acres. So we're, we're like, okay, God, we're not, you know, communicating with the individuals, anything about that at all. Um, but it is something that popped in. We're like, wow, God, this is pretty amazing. So uh, it is amazing. So good to have you uh, tell us that story and people can now pray into that uh, yeah. and contact them for, uh, you know, always uh, it would be great to know that our viewers are supporting you guys financially. You go to SMC tribe and you can support them that way too so and in prayer as well well listen we want to get jumping into this um uh you've got some stuff to share um about the uh, we've got a couple of things that i see on my list i'm going to turn it over to you guys and let you share the message and then we're going to get into the words of knowledge in the last 20 25 minutes and make so people stick stick around don't leave because there's going to be some ministry to you so i'll turn yeah. it over you guys go for it been a number of healings that we're excited to to um, discuss at the end of the show, and and we're just excited to see what God does because He's always doing something something new, and nice. uh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So you know, we we thought it was just the really felt the Holy Spirit on this um, that there are so many questions about what it looks like to be led by the Holy Spirit, and we know from passages um, in Matthew chapter four and Luke chapter four, that Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be yeah. tempted by the devil. And so if our Lord and savior, our great God, Jesus Christ, the righteous needed to be led by the spirit while he was here with us, how much more do we as sons and daughters need to be led by the spirit of God. So good. And a lot of people just don't know what that looks like. They, they, you know, they get wrapped up in their own understanding about things. And so we thought it's important to kind of share our story in how we're being led because the audience is really invited into this story because we're in the process of being led right now by the spirit 
Um, we actually uh, are signing a lease right after this show. And um, the lease we're signing is for a year for a home. And we don't have any income or employment. Wow. So it's like, all right, we have enough to do this. And, and miraculously, we actually got approved. Uh, for this lease to move into this house, so yeah, like, and if people think about that, that's hard to do when you can't say this is my job yeah. and this is how much I make, and you know, yeah. and it would have been so much easier. Like if I lean on my own understanding, I would say, well, let's just move in December. That'll give us more time. It won't be stressful. We'll get to enjoy California's beautiful in October. And so, in our own understanding, that but. That we said we surrender. We're like, Lord, but if you want us to go now, and Henry was really feeling September, which is Jewish New Year, and it's the 10 year marking of us moving from to California from Atlanta. And so, even for that, we're just like, okay, Lord, if it needs to be September, then we'll be obedient. So, we just had to walk through each thing. We had to trust the Lord, not seeing the step in front of us. Okay, yeah. we're going to apply for this house. We feel your peace on this house. Okay, we're going to apply. If you're in this, we just thank you for opening okay, the door. Okay, so good. So there's practical stuff in it, too. It's it's trusting the Lord, looking back and remembering his goodness. You can We can all look back and see God's goodness in our life and knowing that he's good and trusting that, okay, you're not going to let me down. I'm going to walk through this. So even for all these practical steps, even in trusting him, and even honestly, like I'm asking the Lord to catch my heart up still with, with living in Tennessee, because it was easy to go from Atlanta to California, palm trees, Hollywood, you know, ocean, all that. But then to leave that, see, yeah. it's like my heart's not there yet, but that's okay yeah. because I trust him enough, enough to know that he's telling me to do this. He has confirmed it over and over. And we can talk about some of the ways he's. Well, well, and I wanted to just comment, you know, as you're describing that, you know, the, the scripture. Without faith, it's impossible, literally impossible to please God. Without yeah. faith, it's impossible to please God. So you're you're obeying in almost ridiculous steps. You're you're applying for something you don't have the long-term ability to pay for. You're doing it on faith. Without yeah. faith, it's impossible to please him. So you're That's pleasing true. him. So the, the, the outworking of that is when you're doing it by faith you are in fact pleasing him and when you please him he moves you know yes. he moves on your behalf so yes and i think the more we do that and we practice it it that we do start getting stronger and really trusting the lord and we see him show up but if we we get stuck at the door of fear and we're like oh i don't know that's too much and we stay behind that door of fear then we never get to be on the other side of it of like really seeing god's goodness and pressing through like anything like, oh, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. You know, all the things that go in our mind. But if we're like, no, like the Lord said, so I'm going to walk through this. It's a little scary, but I'm going to walk through it. And then on the other side, you get to see God's goodness and faithfulness that you would never see if you did not push through and go to the other side. And I feel like sometimes we get stuck and it may not be moving out of state. It may be something else. It might be you know, something with a job or with yeah. a family member or something, whatever you're contending and believing for, for God to show up. And, you know, we we have to really trust his goodness and press through any fear, which is a spirit that tries to come in to keep us stopped. Um, so, yeah, well, we have- you know, it's going to be exciting to watch this if it's. <laughs> let me just say this, because now you're going to be coming back on the show in the future. Yeah. And you're going to be, be reporting about that 70 acres, or you're going to be reporting about here's how here's how last month's rent got paid, or here's yeah. how 
yeah. here's how something worked out that there's now more money that you can almost count on or however the, the testimony yeah. is going to go. You don't know. That's the thing yeah. about it. But yeah. 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 And then the other thing is like, it's, he wouldn't lead you anywhere. He wouldn't direct you if he didn't have something for you. So it's not even about, it, it is about paying the rent and it is about, you know, catching our heart up, but it also it's like what he has for us there that we don't know. Like, we're stepping into something we have no idea except we know we're supposed to be there. We know SMC, but we, you know, we know we're to be more aligned with the MLOs, but like, gosh, there's so much kingdom that we have no idea. We could tell you what we think it is Yeah. in those times. It's so much more. So I'm excited to say, and this and this, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. And he aligned this and now we this yeah. and that. So it's like, and I know. don't know if you guys are like my experience. Okay. I'm 68 years old. Every Thing, including my faith times, when I finally thought I knew what it's going to be, it was never what I thought it was going to be, but yeah. it was always better. Yeah. So the, then you get to the point where you go, well, the very fact that I think that I know is that that's probably proof that it's not going to be that because it's never what we think yeah. it's better. So anyway. Yeah, yeah. so true. So we want to we wanna kind of get into really um, equipping the yeah. listeners. Yeah. Uh, to be led by the spirit. And where, where are we getting this from? Well, Romans chapter eight, verse 14 says, as many as are led by the spirit, these are the sons of God. Nice. And so we know that there truly is a scriptural basis for being led by the spirit. And we already took, you know, a, a reference from Luke chapter four and Matthew chapter four, where Jesus was actually led by the spirit. And then we also have a passage um, in Romans eight sixteen that says the spirit bears witness with our spirit um, as well. So there's an inner witness of the spirit that also is involved in being led by God. And then, um, Galatians 5.18 talks about being led by the Spirit, because when you're being led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Yeah. And so we have those, that, that body of Scripture talking about this. But as you, as you look at it, we have like three phases of being led. And, and the first phase of being led by the Spirit is the time prior. And then you have the time during. And then you have the time after, which is where you actually arrive in the place that God has led you. And so the time prior in this particular case, uh, Amanda and I were seeing things um, just kind of almost dry up and and feeling almost a detachment uh, from our assignment that we were originally called to here in California. And when we started to experience that, um, unbeknownst to each other, Amanda asked me, hmm. what, what states would you consider moving to? And I thought, well, that's kind of a strange question coming from my bride because, like, we were called here. We were called here. We heard the Lord's voice so distinctly and clearly. And so it's like, wow. And I picked, like, five states. And they were all based on my own understanding at that time. I was like Florida, uh, Tennessee, uh, Arizona. Um, I looked at Idaho, Idaho and um, 
there was one more, but um, potentially Nevada. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. But so we looked at, we thought about that. And then all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to us about Tennessee. Mm. The way he did it was a way that was like, whoa, like, are you serious, Lord? Like, you want us to consider Tennessee? And we mentioned it in the first show we were on, I believe, where we had we were given these these Tennessee hats, and the hat is the tri-state Tennessee flag, and they were given to us by someone we ministered to as a gift, and I thought they were a surfer hat because it said nice ride on it, and I didn't even know it was Tennessee state flag, and here I'm wearing my favorite hat, which is that hat for over a year and a half. And some guy walks up to me in the gym and says, hey, you're from Tennessee. And I'm like, no, why? You had no idea you were wearing a Tennessee hat. No. no. <laughs> Only yeah. God, right? Oh, oh. Yeah. And he says, that's the Tennessee hat. And so we were like, whoa. And I felt the resonance of the Holy Spirit on Crazy. it. The, the witness of the Spirit. And in that Romans 8.16 passage where it says, the spirit bears witness with our spirit. I don't want to get too technical for the listeners, but it's actually spirit is is the is the dative indirect object of pneuma, and it actually receives the verbal action of the witness. So actually, it's the spirit bears witness to our spirit. So we're actually receiving direct witness from the spirit, Holy Spirit, to our spirit. And that's all supported from uh, just a solid exegesis of the of the Greek grammar there. Yeah. And not translated in many Bibles. It's normally with, but it's to. And he can bear witness to us, and we can have that witness, not that just we're sons or daughters of God and we're saved, but in many other things, because we can't put the Spirit of God in a box. So he can bear witness to us about a lot of things when we're being led by him. So we had that initially. So that that's the time prior to being led. And, and now while we're being led, we have experiences like God showing up here in the kitchen and saying, thank you for selling your surfboard. You know, that, that meant a lot to him. And I thought, wow, that just wrecked nice. Yeah. Um, and then Amanda, you, you've had experiences as well where God's been speaking yeah, when we when we started feeling like this is really happening, I was like, Lord, I need you just to confirm it. Like, I need more. I just need to know. And and so it's a process for me. It, these are all intimate, relational things, walking with the Lord. And he knows we're all so wired differently. So he speaks through his word. You know, obviously, there's no denying that. But he also knows how we're all wired. Yeah. And me, like license plates have been a thing that he has just spoken to me. Uh, through so many times, like even when I was in Atlanta and, and and I felt like the Lord told me to move to California, I, you know, I was pulling into my, into my condo and all of a sudden a car in front of me in Georgia had a California license plate on it, which is very odd to have a California tag right. around in Georgia. And then it had Proverbs 3, 5 as the scripture. And it said <laughs> September was the month of their registration. And so it was like right in front of me. I pulled up right behind it. It was no denying it. And so I didn't move to California because of the tag, but he was so loving yeah. and kind 
to just continue to show me he's in this and to show me the scripture to not lean on my own understanding and to trust him in all his ways. So we've had that relationship where he does talk to me a lot through tags. And even with, with Tennessee, I was talking with him about it and, you know, we had already said, okay, I think we're doing it, but I'm just not sure, Lord, like I don't, it's a lot to, li- to leave here. And then all of a sudden I pull up and there's a card that says, do it. It says what? You cut out just a little bit. Say what? Do, do it. it. Just do it. Just do it. And I was like, okay, Lord. And I, I showed it to Johnny even because we're all in this journey together. And he said, yeah, and that car that you saw it on, it's a Q7. <laughs> Q7? Yeah, an Audi Q7. So here's that Q thing again. And so. And that's- seven and 70 acres. There's some seven. And, and the Q thing. So people that say, what? What? Because we've mentioned it a couple of times. If you were t- trying to describe YQ, is it because you've understood what Q is and right. you follow the the Q military exactly. comms, and so God speaks to you through the Q, through Q? Is it, I mean, how, what else would you say on that? Yeah, yeah that's well, exactly. Yeah, and two, like one of the key passages on being led, and and there's three prerequisites. The first is hearing God's voice. Yes. The second is unconditional surrender, which is from Romans twelve one. And the third is faith, the, the just or the righteous shall live by faith. But the first one is hearing God's voice. And Jesus, who is not a liar, said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Yeah. And so Jesus knows each and every one of us so intimately that he could tell us the number of hairs on our head at okay. any minute of the day. And if he knows that about us, he knows the intimacies of our heart and he knows how to speak loud enough for our willing souls to hear. And so if you want to hear the Lord's voice, Jesus has promised and he knows how to speak with you loud enough to get through to you. And so as you become more sensitive to his voice and you see these things, Q7 wouldn't have meant anything to anybody if they had no idea what the, you know, the Q, you know, and on thing is and the messages and all those things. But we're aware of it. And so we were like, and Johnny's the one who pointed it out. And all of these tags, there's been two. Amanda will share another one. They have September tags on them. Really interesting. And which is the month you're moving. By the way, that whole John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. That was the life scripture that changed my life forever in 1981 in a campus crusade for christ bible study god walked right into that thing and i'd never had a supernatural encounter suddenly the the room is in slow motion and there's a brilliant almost light on the scripture i'm looking at i'd never seen it before in my life and it was that scripture my sheep hear my voice and they follow me and literally if, if i didn't get saved Resaved, whatever that would be, because I didn't know the Lord very well. I had been baptized, but I didn't know nothing about, you know, the love of God and His grace. When that happened in one second, my life changed and dreams as well, um, forever and ever. So that's a pivotal. I love hearing it when someone mentions that scripture because little did I know I would sometime have someday have the Elijah list and Elijah's dreams and be doing the prophetic about my sheep hear my voice. It was just like, whoa, you mean I can hear God's voice? So anyway, I want to throw that in there because wow. God yeah. did that. Yeah. Do you want me to share the other Sure, one? yeah. Yeah, so, you know, 
a lot of times we feel like we have to figure stuff out ourselves. Like even if we have a, a God idea or something like a lot of times it's like, well, what do I have to do to make that happen? Yes, there's steps and stuff, but also leaving room for God to show up and open the doors and make a way is, is super crucial. And so if I go back just a little bit more when we were in Tennessee with Johnny, before we met you, Steve, and we were talking about moving there and we we're talking about what we could do together. And, and Johnny was like, you know, like I could really see you guys ministering prophetically, like doing like something like what we did in Atlanta where you're doing prophetic nights and stuff. And, and like, Oh yeah, that would be cool. You know, that'd be awesome. And we're still like trying to get our hearts catch, caught up with moving from California. Yeah. And then he says to us, you know what? I'm actually going to ask Steve about that, about you guys going on the show. And we're like, okay. You know, <laughs> you know, we, and we just let it go. We didn't follow back up with John. Hey, did you call Steve? You know, make sure you call Steve because like, you know, we just like, okay, if that's from God, it'll open up. And if Steve yeah. feels like he wants to do it, he'll say yes. If he doesn't, he won't. And, but that was a great idea, but like leaving room for the Lord. So obviously now we're on the show for the third time. This was a God door. You don't know us, Steve. You just got to know us. Wow. You obviously prayed, your team prayed, however your decision was to have us on. This was not us doing anything. We don't have a marketing team that called your, your ministry and said, hey, we've got these two prophetic people, da, da, da. No, it was God's spirit moving on people. And we all can hear and you prayed, I'm sure. And so like, so that was just a testimony. Like if God wants us to do something or be somewhere, he will open up. Yeah, you know what? And I got to say this, you know, I've said this uh, a number of times on the air that that faith sounds a lot like Forrest Gump when he says, okay, you know, (laughs) someone throws something ridiculous in their path and Forrest Gump says, okay. And then yeah. it happened. That's yeah. the kind of faith we need is the okay faith. And like Forrest Gump, you have no idea or you just believe it because someone said, you're going to do this. Okay. And it's not even like, you know, the more you guys get to know, know us, like I'm not even like the kind of person that's trying to get on a program. Like that's not Plus, even, yeah. that's not even like my thing. <laughs> like I'm not trying to ever get the microphone or anything, but so in all that, I was like, okay, you know, part of me was a little nervous when I heard about that, but I'm like, Lord, if you're in it, then you'll give me the grace to walk through it and to do what I need to do and your spirit will show up. So right when we get back home from California, the first, Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee. from Tennessee to California, the first tag that I took note of, I was backing up, this car got right in front of me and the tag, and for me, this speaks to me, but it said 444 TV. And it was a red Bronco. So for me, my grid, and we all have different grids, like I know about QAnon, 444 has always been a number that's been connected for Johnny and for us. So it's always been a number to know like, oh, God's on this with something. Yeah. With Johnny. And then TV speaks of this, that we're, this is, this represents television, you know, for the most part. And then red, the Bronco represents the mountain of media, which we are doing right now. We're sharing the good news on a media platform. And so I was like, oh, okay, Gloria, it's like you're doing this. And again, we hadn't heard anything, but it was like, he loves me so much. Yeah. He knew that my heart needed to be prepared that like I'm gone before you. And, and he loves you so much that he orchestrated all of these things. Some person that you don't know in a vehicle you've never seen before shows yeah. up at the millisecond that you're going to turn around and look at it. And you wonder, how does that God do that? I asked that to Robin. How does he do that? And, 
Robin Bullock said, that's why we call him God. Because he just did that for you. He knew you would pay attention to it. He orchestrated that person's life. Uh, to be at the right second at the right time. I, I love that about him. Yeah, so. and, he, and he was gentle enough to know that I needed to know, like, okay, I'm doing this. I've gone before you. Like, let's do this together, sweetie. Like, and so depending on what it is, like he knows each person and he's going to speak. It might not yeah. be through tags. It might be through something else. Yeah. But you get that inner witness. You get that feeling. And like, don't discount that peace feeling. Like, yeah. we, we, follow God's voice, but we also have discernment and we have his spirit inside of so something doesn't feel right. No, I don't really feel that house. Uh, No, that's not. Don't ignore that. Like he's not. He gives us that for a reason as we're navigating his spirit to know, like even the house we looked at, we're like, oh, I feel something on this house. I think we're supposed to apply. We trust you with this, Lord. This is the house you'll make a way. If not, we'll keep moving. And so it's like that peace, like that's a big part of it. Follow peace. Follow peace. Yeah. He gives us that for a reason. If we don't know, oh, God's not speaking to me. I don't know. Well, where do you get peace? What are you getting peace about? And, and can I ask you this? Since you're, and I agree with you, we're supposed to follow peace. So then the opposite is true. If you're considering doing something and for some reason, it's just, you're agitated. You know, it doesn't bear witness. Something's off. That's the opposite of peace, which means don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Would that yeah. be a fair statement? Yeah, I've I've always said, you know, pressure is the language of religion. And when you're starting feeling, you know, this feeling this pressure that you yeah. have to make this decision or you're going to miss out or whatever, that is not the peace of God that surpasseth understanding that's produced by the Spirit and his yeah. inheritance. Yeah. So, Ooh. So uh, now, let me just inter- interrupt it uh, for a second, because I'm looking at our clock and we've got about 35 minutes. I know you want to do ministry. So I'm giving you a heads up that we're getting close to that time. So you can gauge how, how your teaching is going here. All right. So, you know, there's that time prior to being led, which is, are, are you, you know, unconditionally surrendered? And I, I like to use Romans 12, 1. You know, it says present your bodies, mm. you know, um, yeah. a living sacrifice. And it's so amazing because the 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 command there present is peristomy in the Greek. And it means to place at another's disposal. You're literally surrendering and placing yourself and all you have at the disposal of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. And when you're unconditionally surrendered to go where he chooses to send or, you know, to be who he wants you to be, et cetera, say what he wants you to say, then then that opens up the door because a lot of people are conditionally surrendered. Well, Lord, you know, I I, I wouldn't I I want you to I want to hear your voice and I want to go where you want, except here. The thing is, normally in between that, except here, is a lie that God isn't good. Oh, that's a that's a true statement, isn't it? Yeah. If you don't trust God, it means yeah, yeah, and it means like someone someone else would say, "Well, I'm afraid God will make me go to Africa if I yeah. hear His voice and be a missionary." And so, yeah. in other words, you're saying God isn't good. He would He would force you to do something you hate. Yeah. He's not good yeah. like that, huh? 
even with the sale of the surfboards, like they, you know, the one, it meant a lot to me, but it was like, he, he was so thankful that I was willing. He didn't make me. He was so thankful that I was willing to do that as part of, you know, his plan and being obedient to the revelation that he had given us. And so to me, like God is good and he's always good and he loves us and he knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows your heart. He knows how to speak with you. And to me, unconditionally surrendering is just trusting in the goodness of God. And, you know, he, what he has for us is infinitely beyond anything we can imagine or think if we would just venture out in those places um, by faith. So, you know, right now we're being led and, and soon, you know, because the Lord's been speaking to us. It's a process. We're in a relationship with him. And we've had these confirmations. We're going to arrive in Tennessee. And it's so important to hear God's voice. So that clearly, so that when you show up in the place that the spirit leads you and you're where he wants you to be, no matter what the enemy throws at you, you'll remain in place until you hear God's voice again. Good. And that's important. That's why it's so important to go back to John 10, 27, to hear his voice. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are just caught up with a lot of silliness mm. where Oh, I can't put out a fleece. I, I actually personally think the Lord loves when we put out fleeces because yeah. it's actually an evidence of our faith. Yeah. And it's okay to ask God to confirm things. I mean, just be freed up to do that. But um, so those three things are so important. Hearing God's voice, an unconditional surrender of your life to him. And there have been people who have written in as a result of the first couple shows and and they're saying things about where they live and how bad it is and things of that nature. And it's like, well, does God still want you to be where you currently are? And it hasn't occurred to them to ask. Yeah. It's it's important because it's, you know, it's, you need to continually ask the Lord. It's like his heart for us isn't for us to like be in agony and hate stuff. Like sometimes we do have to suffer. It's not like a perfect life we're going to live, but you know, it's like, if, if this is misery, if you ask them if you're still supposed to be doing what you're doing, that you're in misery with and, and it's good. And that's a personal relationship. And, And you know, is it to, we kind of mentioned this a minute ago, but again, if you, some people didn't know that they should ask or could ask, but then there's that other people where so many are afraid that they'll get an answer that they don't want. And how would you dis- how would you instruct someone that would say to you right now, they'd say, I'm afraid to ask him because I'm afraid he's going to make me go somewhere. What would you say to that person that's struggling with that? I, I think we need to step out of agreement with the lie that those people have believed that God isn't good. Yeah. And go back to where in the first time in your life, did you feel like God, you know, misled you, misled you, mm-hmm. you know, going back to that because we make decisions based on our experiences. And so if there's a trauma there, if there's something going back and allowing the Lord to minister to that season of your life where, where the truth can really come in, what does the Lord have to say? There's lots of different ministry tools for that. There's Sozo's inner healing deliverance, but taking the time to value yourself 
that you're worth it enough to go back to those places. Yeah. There's here's, here's something that may help listeners too. And I think valuing self is so important. Hmm. Um, here it is. A lot of us have heard this aspect of the gospel that, that because we're, you know, dirty, rotten sinners and total depravity, God had to send his son down here and Jesus had to die and suffer and, hmm. you know, carry our sins in his body on the cross that we might become the righteousness of God. And it is all that true. Yes, it's true. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. But how about looking at it from a different perspective? The blood of Christ, which is more powerful than gold, silver, Mm. and precious stones, was the currency that God chose to purchase or redeem us from sin's domain. In other words, Leviticus says the life of the animal is in its blood. Mm -hmm. How valuable is the life of Christ? It's invaluable to infinity. And that was the currency that God chose to spend for our freedom. And so look at it from the perspective like, oh my gosh, I am so valuable because Jesus chose to redeem me with his own life. Like there's nothing more valuable than the blood of Christ in the entire universe. That's so true. And he chose to shed that for you personally. Like you can't be like, wow, that's the value God, how God sees you. And when we, you know, break off the lies, renounce and step out of agreement with them that we're just a bunch of sinners. By the way, I'll just throw this in there. You're not even a sinner anymore if you've been saved. And set true. There's not truth. one verse in the Bible that says you're a sinner after you've been saved. In fact, even the Corinthians, and I feel a little anointing on this by the Holy Spirit, Paul did not even call the Corinthians a bunch of sinners in first corinthians 6 he he listed all these sins that people were committing and he said such were some of you you used to be a homosexual you used to be a sodomite you used to be a sorcerer or a drug addict you used to be you know an effeminate one you used to be an adulterer you used to be a fornicator you used to be a thief but you're not anymore so we we can't identify with sin anymore once we're saved we have to wake up to the fact that we have been redeemed we are saints unto god the most high you are a saint i mean put a name tag walk around your house and put saint and put your name and walk around your house for a day look in the mirror in your eyes and say i am a saint i'm not a sinner anymore and note what's going on in your brain housing group and in your heart and in your spirit, when you start declaring these realities over you that God says who we are, because we're basically disagreeing with God on so many uh, fronts on who he says we are. And we're like, Oh no, we're not. I'm just, so true. And you know, I, I remember back I referred to the eighties. I remember clearly in those years before I understood everything you're saying is that I honestly thought, felt, believed, that if I denigrated myself before God, He would appreciate that. He would, He would call that humble yourself uh, in the sight of God, and He will lift you up. So I'd say, Lord, I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I must be one of your hardest cases, and I'm, 
I'm constantly disobeying you, and I, you know, woe is me. I'm a worm, a man undone. And then I, that's what I thought I was supposed to do. And then I, back in those days, I started tending the vineyard, and they would start saying, lift up your head, lift up your head. And they'd, then I'd be in a group, and I'd be down like this, trying to be humble, and they'd say, Steve, lift your head up. I go, what do you mean? Lift your head up. And they made me physically begin to do that because I was bowing down, thinking that the God would appreciate the humility. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Yeah. Some of you maybe never went through that. Yeah. But. yeah. Some people need to be unchurched in that sense. Yeah. And, you know, some people like, I, I'm always thankful for people who said, well, you know, I didn't grow up in the church. I'm like, well, praise God. You're not having that. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's a blessing True. in that too. And I'm, I'm not knocking the church. We love the church, but yeah. there has been some doctrine that has not served us well, yeah. you know, and going around thinking that we're a sinner and living from that place has, is not serving us well. All right. Let's get into some healing and profanity. Yeah, so it's still, the floor is still yours. Go for it. All right. So uh, a couple things. We've, we've noticed that some people, there's, there's some people who have been receiving healings and Amanda's going to, bring up a couple testimonies yeah. that will come in. We've had people have radical encounters with the presence of God while driving um, and years of pain just completely wow. uh, being eradicated. Um, so, and, and, and the words that are coming out, they're very specific for people. And so Amanda's going to read a couple testimonies from the last show. We're going to get faith to arise a little bit here. Good. And, um, then we're going to walk through one of the primary stumbling blocks to physical healing. The Lord did tell us that, um, you know, unforgiveness is an issue and a stumbling block for a lot of people experiencing healing in their life. And so we're going to walk through uh, 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 a time of forgiving people that we need to. So, yeah, yeah. let's go. Yeah, speaking of forgiving people, <clears throat> I'm going to start with this testimony about someone feeling like, um, God revealed to them that they needed to actually forgive them, themselves and mm. also forgive God, which was like a hard one for them. So they basically wrote in and said that um, that our appearance on the on Elijah's stream was an answer to prayer that they've known that God wanted to do something deeper in them. As Henry and I began to pray, they felt the resistance to actually type in that they wanted their feet healed. They felt resistance against doing that. But when they actually went for it and did it right then, they said that, uh, that Henry said, God is healing someone with circulation issues in their feet. Then he added that God wants to talk to you more about it. Wow. So he, this person knew for sure it was them. It was for them, but they left so disappointed because nothing happened. They didn't get the healing that Henry was calling out. But then they walked away, they went about their day, and they remembered that God, what God had said through Henry was that he wants to talk more to you about it. So in their process, again, that relational time with the Lord, because he can speak to you directly and tell you these mysteries, he began to unfold for them that actually you need to forgive me, God. And so they walked through that, which was really complex for them, but they knew God was with them. And then the second one, which was their wording was it was a difficult pill to swallow hmm. was that they had to forgive themselves. So those were two key things that only God knew about them. And through that, Henry gave a word, but he also like in that word, there was room for God to relationally connect with that person because ultimately that's God's desire. So that person now is saying they're working through this deep breakthrough is a little bit of a process, but those were the two stones that were keeping them. And they had gone through forgiving everyone they knew. They had racked their brain. 
But then all of a sudden the Lord spoke to them directly that themselves and God, and that, that can be a hard one. So that's a testimony of someone who had a personal encounter with the Lord. And then um, this person got long-term COVID healing. Um, they received healing on the show. They said they were in the hospital with COVID, double pneumonia, and their family was told that they had two days to live. They, um, he made it that's home so and was put on God. oxygen. Wow. Put on a nebulizer inhaler and had to, was told to go to pulmonary rehabilitation. And he received healing. Now he's no longer on oxygen. All the the wheezing is gone. And he said, I am so honored that God re-acknowledged me. So good. So good. By the way, on that forgiveness of themselves, I mean, a lot of people are saying or will say and are saying right now, they're going, the reason I'm in this situation and I need healing is I did this to myself. This is my fault. I did this to me. And that's one of the ways that they need to forgive themselves. Say, what if that's true? Yeah. Just forgive yourself. Because yeah, you right. if you won't, if it's going to be, God can't really move like he wants yeah. to. Yeah. And, and look at, you know, what are you hearing? There's a big difference between conviction and condemnation. What's yeah. the voice saying? Is the voice saying, hey, sweetie, like, it's okay. You messed up. I'm here with you. You know, we'll walk through this. Or is it saying you're a loser? You messed up. You're going to keep messing up because you're not smart, you know, Mm. know the voice of your father and know the voice of the enemy is conviction and condemnation. And don't respond to that voice from the enemy because he wants to keep you stuck, laid down and not knowing who you are in Christ. So walking through that because you're valuable and the Lord wants you to not be stuck in any way. Uh, And then the last one is someone we gave a word about someone who plays the violin and um, that they were, hadn't picked it up in a while. And this person said, I just finished watching the live streams broadcast. Those words were for me. It was really incredible. Um, I also received healing from my wrist, which was what was keeping me from playing the violin. And right now the pain has significantly decreased probably 95%. I'm a violin teacher and I've been considering not teaching this year because of the pain, even though I'm only 45 years old. I also play prophetically and I'm on the worship team. And I haven't been able to play so much. Um, and it really makes me sad to not be able to use that gift. I received the words um, of healing and God really blessed my socks off today. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. So like, you know, those are just powerful. I mean, this is someone who has the gift that's a blessing to the kingdom. And this pain in their wrist is keeping them from being on the worship team and also being teaching people. And so, like, yeah, we got to get these, we got to get these ailments fixed up. If you've got gifts and something's keeping you, we, yeah. we got to, we got to ask the Lord to pray. Yeah. We got to pray and get these things healed up on you because these are powerful mm-hmm. things. The enemy doesn't want you having impact with these beautiful gifts. That's good. So what we're going to do uh, before we, we start listening and, and declaring some words and healing and things like that is if you are listening today, right now, in the privacy of your home, wherever you are, this is an opportunity. If you've wanted healing, people have prayed for you to be healed and you haven't to actually ask Holy Spirit if there's anyone you need to forgive. And maybe you have forgiven, but they keep coming back up. Uh, Maybe there's some disappointment still, bitterness or resentment. We're going to walk through a prayer. and your Holy Spirit's going to point out who it is that you need to forgive. 
and then we're going to move in this area of uh, ministry. So a couple things to note about forgiveness. First of all, forgiveness is an act of the will. It is not an emotion. So if you're like, well, I just can't forgive this person because I don't feel it. It doesn't matter what you feel. Your feelings are very valid. Of course, you've been hurt. You've been disappointed. Or maybe even severely abused. Yeah. Yeah. The person really doesn't deserve forgiveness in that sense. Right. You know, like in your mind, like how can I forgive something as horrific as abuse? So it's, it's not emotion. It's an act of the will. You're choosing to actually release this person to God. And, and if, you, if someone say, well, then how will I know if I've, if I've truly forgiven them if I don't feel like it? What would you say? I would say we're, we're, the next part is to be able to ask God to bless them if they're still living. If you can actually do that, you in, in other words, kind of if, if you can say the words themselves, yeah. that yeah. then you're kind of there, right? Because you're not you're not trying to get them to finally feel I want no. them blessed. And it's not, and you're not condoning it either. By yeah. forgiving, you're not saying it was okay. And yeah. forgiveness can be a bit of a process. I was hurt by a church leader, and I kept this. It just kept coming up. It kept mm. coming up, and so. Every time I got in the shower, I chose to bless this individual. Hmm. And and I just kept doing it. And then all of a sudden, it just left. And so unforgiveness is actually an open door. It's a crack that the enemy can come into and have rights to you. And Satan is a legalist. And in the word, it's very clear that if you do not forgive those who have hurt you, our Father in heaven will not forgive you either, and you're handed over to the tormentors, which yeah, are... It says it, and folks, it really honestly says that in the Word of God. So if you don't, so you kind of don't have a choice if you want to get healed. He's yeah. not He's not giving you a back door. You got to yeah. forgive. Yeah, so forgiveness actually sets you free. This is yeah. so important to understand. It's Again, it's not an act of the will. I mean, it's an act of the will. It's not an emotion. And it sets you free and it removes any demonic rights to you at all. So, you know, like I said, Satan is a legalist. He he knows when when he has a right and when he doesn't. And this removes any right for, you know, demonic or spirits of infirmity, infirmity, infirmity. Infirmity. Thank you. (laughs) It's like that word. What was that word? Topiary. Oh yeah. You taught me a word this week. Topiary. Topiary. I'm like, I've never heard that word before, honey. What is that? (laughs) All right. So what I want to do is just honesty with the Lord is super key here. We're going to walk through this forgiveness and just, just in the privacy of your home, you can, you can just repeat this prayer after me. There's going to be a couple pauses. And so just, just do it as we walk through it. Uh, we're going to go through this. So let's let's start this out. Okay. And I'm going to just walk through it with the cadence. And then there'll be some pauses for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. So here we go. All right. Uh, Father in heaven, I confess to you that in the past I have held unforgiveness and sometimes bitterness and resentment in my heart against certain people who have hurt or disappointed me. I now realize this is sin. 
I confess it is sin, for you have said in your word that if we confess our sin, you are faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I do now forgive the following people whom I remember who have hurt and disappointed me. Okay, so right now, what I want you to do is just very quietly, this is between you and the Lord, just name the people that that the Holy Spirit brings to mind. They'll come to your mind. I'm going to give you just a few seconds here and just name them. And as you're doing that, even if emotion starts coming up in your heart and you get scared, even just say, Lord, I give you my heart right now. This is scary for me. I need you to hold my heart for me right now. Because for some people, this has been something they have not been able to do. And if it's bringing up something in your heart and you're scared, it's okay to say, hold my heart right now. This is scary for me. All right. So we're going to give you just a few more seconds here. All right, we're going to keep pressing on here. I now freely forgive all these people. And if they are living, I ask you, Lord, to bless them. Hmm. I also forgive myself for all my faults and failures because you have freely forgiven me. And I thank you for this forgiveness. And I thank you, Father, for freedom from the burden of unforgiveness, the burden of bitterness, and the burden of resentment Hmm. in Jesus' name. Yeah. I can feel the Holy Spirit right now. This is good. All right, God. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm just even hearing for uh, a Brenda. I just hear him saying, full surrender. It's time for a full surrender, Brenda. Hmm. Trust me. You can trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Mike D. Uh, Mike D is in Delta. Um, Something's going on in one of the quadrants of your heart. Uh, quad D, rent, quadrant, Mike D, quadrant. Uh, Lord, right now, we just thank you that you're healing this, this quadrant right now in Jesus' name. In Mike's heart, we just take authority over this right now in Jesus' name. And we just command healing right now. Thank you, God. I got left. Left carpal tunnel right here. Uh, More, Lord. Just finish the healing right now in Jesus' name. All pain leave in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Yeah, I'm hearing a guy named George, and I'm even getting that picture of, like, George of the jungle, that story. Um, Mm. And I just, I don't know if even this George ever 
had that nickname people used to say you're georgia the jungle or that's just in the spirit realm. but i just see the lord saying like you are my adventurous one i've called you to 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 run in high places and do great things and like you're an adventurous one for me so he even calls you his his george of the jungle someone who's willing to just do the adventurous things and and go out and be radical for him so i just affirm that calling on you george that God has great things for you that he wants you to do in the kingdom. And he's equipped you from the day you were born to operate in these adventurous ways. Yeah. Um, the Lord's wanting to detox people right now. I I've literally got the taste mm. of a lemon in my mouth. And I was like, Lord, what is that? I haven't had any lemon juice today. And he's saying, I, I want to cleanse people. And, and I don't know if it's it's the mouth that needs to be cleansed, but I, I, I'm sensing it could be a, a, a plethora of things, a cleansing of the mouth, um, that there's been unholy words, um, speech that isn't pleasing to the Lord because it's coming from a place of resentment. But now we've walked through that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So just right now, we just command the spirit of, of, of filthiness. To come out right now in Jesus' mighty name, all spirits of infirmity to leave right now. You have no rights anymore in Jesus' mighty name. We command healing and detoxification. We, we just command whole body detoxes. I'm hearing um, metals. Can people have metal mm-hmm. metal yep. issues? Yep. Yeah. Mer- mercury. Hmm. Uh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. We just command a detoxification for mercury and 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 um, levels of metal in the mm. body, a full cleansing of the life blood of, of, of those in need right now in Jesus' name. Yeah, he's cleansing blood, cleansing and blood lines. He's cleansing blood lines right now. There's been um this this spirit of unforgiveness that, that's coming down familiarly. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I haven't been drinking too much, but uh, wow. Thank you, God. Yeah, it's there's this bloodline cleansing taking place right now. Right now during this show, this bloodline's being cleansed. And Henry, let me, uh, and Amanda, let me just mention, if you are, if those words are for you and you feel like God is healing yeah. you or have been healed, type it in the chat or type it in the uh, comments below so we will pull some of those up wow. and read them if we wow. hear from you that you've just been healed or, yeah. or that word was for you so yeah yeah and when henry was talking about the the mercury and the metal and the blood i heard james for that wow that um a man named james that that god's detoxing you of that you've been told that you have high levels of uh of lead in your body um and then i also heard for Catherine that Lord, the Lord is breaking the spirit of infirmity off of you right now in Jesus' name. Just going back to the very root of that, um, that he's healing you from this infirmity that you have been experiencing. He's going back and just breaking that off, pulling the root of that out right now in Jesus' name. I speak freedom yeah. over you, Catherine. And there's a, a Terry Russo says, yes, heavy metals here. She's acknowledging the word. Jen yeah. Ball uh, has metal deposits from foods and vaccines. Yeah. Uh, so those are, they're acknowledging those words. Yeah. Let's, let's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just sensing because I'm, I'm seeing this hashtag vax injured. Um, 
It's it's like a hashtag vax injured. So yeah, let's just do this. If, if you receive the COVID vaccine and you're having um, difficulties as a result of that, you're vaccine injured. I mean, it could be from Gardasil or other vaccines. You took these things um, unaware of uh, now you've woken up to to the evil of uh, and the agenda of some of these these uh, pharmaceutical companies and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Let's just walk through right now. I just feel right now just to walk through repentance. Mm. And yeah, yeah, right now, uh, Father, I just I just repent in the name of Jesus. From. Not asking you first if I should get this vaccine. Yeah. 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 There I, it is. I leaned on my own understanding. Um, I just repent for not asking you before I did it. And I step out of agreement with the lie. And the lies that I was told through the the mainstream media and even my general physician and doctors who were deceived Mm -hmm. as well, Mm -hmm. I forgive them, Father. I forgive the pharmaceutical companies. I forgive and place in your hands my general practitioner. I forgive these people in the name of Jesus. Healing come right now. Right now, Beverly Graves is acknowledging claimed cleansing from mercury poisoning and poisoning and Lyme disease. April and Mar has a bad taste in my mouth, so they need healing. Yoli Rodriguez, last night I was praying for the Lord to detox my stomach. W. Spence, I just had a metallic taste in my mouth. Wow, Catherine Austin Jones, I received the healing of infirmity as you call out Catherine. Hallelujah. What was that one thing? There was something Steve you mentioned. I heard the Lord said, Oh, go after Lyme disease right now. Yeah, go there you go. Lyme disease. Yeah, we just we just bind Lyme disease right mm. now. Any listener, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we speak to you, Lyme, and we command you now to get out of every bloodstream, every circulatory system. In Jesus' name, you have no right to this. We speak healing right now in Jesus' mighty name. That's good. The second, the second Catherine is acknowledged. So there could be more than one. There could be five or six Catherines that can acknowledge the same thing. So Cat 28, we, yeah. we see that. Even with this Lyme disease, like I know people have been healed through doctors, and that is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love naturopath doctors and doctors who do stuff. This is not discounting it, but there's, there's some ones or some, there's people who are listening to this who have Lyme disease who the Lord said, I actually want to do this miraculously. Will oh. you allow me to do this miraculously? And yes, you could go through the yeah. process and yes, that could work that way. And it does work for the Lord say, will you make room for me now to do this miraculously? And I feel like that's what he wants to do. And these people who are listening today, he wants to do a miraculous healing. There's other ways his way always trumps. Here's a third, Catherine, acknowledging recently being diagnosed with possible breast cancer. And my prayer was for the roots to be plucked out and thrown in the sea. Edie Nichols says, I've been healed of side effects of COVID. I had one thing after another since I got that vac. So that's. Yeah. Um, and I'm hearing uh, Dave with an internal um, rotator cuff injury mm. um, on your right arm. So I, I don't know if you've got pain right now, but I just want you to raise your arm up kind of like this. And I want you to just note the pain level right now and just note it one through 10. Now we're just going to pray right now. Yeah. Lord, just 
just pray healing over this rotator cuff injury in Jesus' name, a complete healing of the tendons and the joints, the ligaments, God, this healing of the rotator cuff, full range of motion in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah, and even, even as we go back to like repenting about not asking the Lord about the vaccine, I just feel like the Lord said there's some people who even have followed what their pastor or spiritual leader or mentor said, and the Lord said, you didn't ask me first. Wow. I feel like oh, even Lord. now it's like there's forgiveness for that, and, and yeah. we should honor yeah. our pastors and honor spiritual authority in our life. Yes, yes, yes. But first and foremost, the Lord, and the Lord said that it's okay. You were doing what you thought was the best, but I want you to follow me. And so asking the Lord for forgiveness and to help strengthen you in this next season, especially because you're going to need to follow the Lord and maybe not what your pastor or leader or mentor or whatever says. And the Lord said a good test to know who you're following is do you talk more about me and my greatness or do you talk more about your spiritual leader and their greatness or whoever? It's like, Make him your first and foremost and and lean into him and all things and trust him because it's so important that we follow him and ask him first. Let those people be a confirmation for you. And if they give you something different than what the Lord's telling you, trust your peace in that. This is not the dishonor ministers or the church. All that's great. But a good pastor will tell you to what is the Lord telling you? He'll yeah. lead you to the Lord to say, you know, he won't try to be that voice for you. It'll be confirmation, but go to the Lord first. And if you need confirmation, get good, wise, healthy counsel to help you walk through what the Lord's telling you to do. And there's a Brenda Hamilton saying, thank you, God, for calling out my name, Brenda, believing for healing of my heart. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. And I'm, I just, I know we're winding down here. We've got like three minutes, but, or four, but I'm hearing the Lord say that right now is a key period of time, a right now soon time hmm. to be led by the spirit for a pre-positioning of the body of Christ. He's pre-positioning us. And I just heard him say, there is going to be a revival, the likes of which no one has ever seen. Nice. The likes of which no one has ever seen. And when I do a new thing, I'm hearing him say, new means never seen before. So there's no precedence for what I'm about to do, the Lord's saying. You can't rely on your own understanding. You can't rely on history. You're going to have to open your sails and allow my wind to take you to the place for a pre-positioning for me to use you for my glory. Are you willing? Will you take my hand? Will you take my hand? That's it. Yeah, and I'm hearing um, for Mary. There's a Mary out there, and and the Lord really wants to birth something powerful from you, through you. And he's like, I named you Mary for a reason. You know who, what Mary represents in the scripture. Mm. And I want to birth something through you. And I want you to know your value of who you are so that you will trust me enough to birth because I value you to birth something really important through you. I chose you to birth this through. And I kind of felt too, this is kind of crazy. I'm like, what is that you or my own understanding? But actually, Mary, I think that you grew up Catholic. and um, and now you're a charismatic. And mm. so yeah, this is really good. That'll be a confirmation that you are the Mary that he's speaking to. Mm. Yeah. 
Really, yeah. really good. Let's see, Jody's. Uh, let's see. We did, we read the Brenda Wayne Jody song. I've been having left carpal tunnel problems from violin playing nearly three years after having the surgery. I need to be completely healed. So she's acknowledging the word and. Yeah, or do yeah. it again. Do yeah. it again for Jody's song, Lord, just like you did for the other people that we gave the word for, Lord. Do it again. Heal her, Lord. Just, we thank you for that testimony. We love that testimony gives an opportunity for you to do it again because yeah. we're testifying of your goodness, that you're a good father that only gives good gifts. Yeah. And for that those that, that um, you know, that you've been you've been hoping your name would be called out or your condition would be call, called out, this healing is for everybody today. If you uh, apply faith at, at all, even forgive someone else, and you, something's going to get healed. Some of you, when you weren't even asking for it because you just forgave someone by faith a few minutes ago. So oh. do, don't don't feel like the, because your name or condition wasn't call out, called out, the, the healing isn't for you. It is for you. So, yeah. Um, and then Mary, watercolor blue, she said, that's me, Mary. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's the Catholic one or not. She goes by watercolor blue. Several Marys on on the chat about that they're saying so. Wow. Yeah, I'm even feeling like uh, this pain. I feel like it's like a cervical cancer healing the world mm. right now. And I'm hearing the name yeah. Joe, but it's like a nickname. Maybe it's for Joanne. Um, but there, I yeah. for cervical pain, um, which I'm assuming comes from cancer. But the, the Lord wants to heal um, your cervix and in that lower area down there. Um, any diagnosis that's been spoken over you regarding that where I thank you for Joe and for healing that um, in, in her right now in Jesus name. Really, really good. Uh, wow. Henry and uh, Amanda, thank you so much. God bless you guys for coming today and for, yeah. for, you know, listening to the Lord on behalf of the people out there. And uh, I just really appreciate that and honor you both for that. And we just, uh, you know, we pray for the best as you guys are moving. When do you physically leave the state? We're praying Friday's our goal to be out of here by before the last day of the month. Next, next, yeah, the 29th. Next Friday, yeah. A week from Friday is yeah. basically, yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Well, our prayers and our love and prayers are with you guys both, and I'll be interested to hear the next updates next time we have you on. It'll be fun. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I, know, I know a lot of people have gotten healed today, so we'll, we'll, we'll get those Aww. updates too. So. Thank you, Jesus. Right. You're, uh, thank you. You're very welcome. A quick reminder that uh, Andrew Whalen will be with us tomorrow. We're actually recording him in a couple hours, so you do not want to miss Andrew. Always has very relevant and fresh new revelation from the Lord, so don't miss that one. All right, yes. with that in mind, we will see you all again next time. Have a great day. See you later. All bye right, bye. bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.